three SEO tips to make more money from your blog on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Digit. Save money without thinking about it. Get paid $5 just for signing up at servenomaster.com backslash digit today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. Finding the time to do all the SEO stuff that needs to get done, that can be hard. It can take a lot of effort to maintain SEO on your website. When I started my business, I spent so long and so much time working on SEO and mastering all the different rules and there's 200 little things that they look at when they're deciding how to rank your website. It's a lot of work and rather than spending all of your time trying to do every little SEO thing right, I want to make it really simple and really easy for you and give you three very simple tips that will help you get a lot more traffic, especially as you write blog post after blog post. You will build the foundation and build a rock solid business around your content. I'm sure you've thought about keywords and we could talk about keyword research forever, but the main thing is to choose the right keywords. I recently talked to someone who helps to rank small pages in SEO and they always, one of the things I've always noticed when you try to hire an agency, they often convince you to go after the stupidest words that are so valueless. Right now my website is ranked number four or five for the phrase, turn talking into writing not because I want to rank for it, because it happens to be the title of one of my blog posts and it's a phrase that no one competes for. For some reason, 2,000 people a month type it into Google. But there's no value in that phrase because it doesn't match my audience. What's the point of ranking for a phrase that will never lead to a new follower or a new customer? It's just a random set of words that have no meaning. It's far more valuable for me to rank for phrases like escape the nine to five or Grammarly review or convert kit bonus because that's my real audience. Those are people that I have something to offer. If I'm number one for Grammarly review and you read my review and then you click the button at the bottom, you buy Grammarly through my link, then I make an affiliate commission. So that's a keyword that can make me money. Turn rock talking into writing doesn't really make me any money unless I try an affiliate sell Dragon Dictate or a product like that, some type of dictation software. But again, those are, that's an idea keyword, not a buyer keyword. So when you're thinking about the keywords you're going after, you want to be more and more relevant. And longer keywords are easier than shorter keywords and they're more targeted. Learn how to become a best-selling author is a great keyword. Because anyone who comes to my website after that keyword, well, what I teach, what I offer is exactly what they're looking for. It's a great match and it really matches my business. And it's easier to rank for that than it is to rank for best-selling author. More websites compete for the shorter keywords. And shorter keywords are not always buyer keywords. They're more often than not research keywords or people that are just kicking the tires and thinking about an idea. So when you're choosing your keywords, when you're doing your keyword research, you wanna to try to really find keywords that are longer, that match your audience. You don't just want traffic, you want traffic that might buy something. When I was ranking my very first blog, my blog about my dating life, I was number one for how to get a girlfriend. That's a great phrase, because that's what I would talk about, how I was trying to get a girlfriend. It was a good match. It was a good fit. Message to message, it was longer. Ranking number one for girlfriend, what's the point of that? People could be looking for a song called girlfriend. People could be talking about their boat called girlfriend or a movie called girlfriends. It's not the same thing. So longer keywords are actually much better. 
they have less traffic, but it's more targeted. Now, when you're writing your blog post, a little secret is that you don't want to just keep using the same little phrase over and over again. What you want to use are LSI keywords. LSI is this fancy, complicated mathematical phrasing that basically says you find words that are similar and related based on their lexicon. So, for example, become a bestseller, very similar to how to write a book in meaning. Older keyword search engines, 10, 15 years ago, they just knew how to search by word, and so they couldn't tell that write a book and become a bestseller were similar concepts. But now, the search engines have become much more advanced. They're much closer to sentience. They're on their way to becoming Skynet. They're not there yet. So for now, we can take advantage of this current intelligence within the search engines to be very effective. So instead of writing the same unnatural phrase over and over again, Instead of having to say, become a bestseller 6% of the time in your blog post or 3% of the time, what you want to do is add in LSI keywords, add in related keywords, related phrases that are a little bit different that have the same core or relevant meaning. And the way to find these, you don't have to do it on your own, is to simply type in your phrase at lsigraph.com. And I'll post a link, as always, in the show notes below this episode. But what LSI Graph does, you type in your main keyword and it shows you a bunch of other keywords that are similar. And you could say, oh, I could put this into a sentence. That would make sense. This would be normal in a sentence there. Doing it that way is much, much, much easier and more natural. And your blog posts will look better than any of the other techniques out there. The last thing you want to do is decrease the quality of your blog post by constantly writing the same phrase. There are some SEO plugins that can help you with this as well that help you find LSI keywords. I'm not a huge fan because all of the ones that I know about, they charge you. And I don't think it's worth paying for it when LSI Graph will do it for free and does better for free. Our second SEO tip is about the length of your posts. If you look at what they teach you on SEO blogs, SEO forums, even the Yoast SEO plugin, which I use, it recommends that each blog post be 300 or more words. That's great 10 years ago. But a recent study of the top ranking blog posts for all the best keywords discover that the average length, the average minimum length is 1,500 keywords. 1,500 words, not 1,500 keywords. If you have 1,500 words per blog post, you're far more likely to rank for those posts. My longer posts rank in the search engines. My Grammarly review, something around 13, 15, or 16, around there on Google rankings. It's on page two, in the middle of page two. It's the longest post I have on this website. It's more than 3,000 words. Longer posts are far more effective and far more likely to rank and will bring you a lot more traffic. Five short posts will bring you almost no traffic, but one long post of the same number of words will give you a lot of love. It's worth doing two or three 1,500, 2,000, 2,500 word blog posts a week rather than just doing five, 10, 300 word blog posts. Longer blog posts mean people spend more time on the page, they get more value, there's more content, and the search engines like it a lot more. Targeting 300 words per blog post, it's nothing. That's what link bait farms do. If you go and look at some of the newspaper websites that are really focused on page views, they, create, they provide really, really low quality content. I don't wanna name any names, but there are websites you can go to, and if you notice that every blog post or every newspaper article and I definitely did air quotes for the phrase article, is 300, 500 words or less. 
because they make money from their advertising. Advertising pays per view. So if you read a 1500 word article that's on a single page, they make very little money. If they can get you to read 1500 words over the course of five pages, they make five times more money. They get five times more chance to show you all the different banner ads. So their model, the new business model, is to show you as many page views as possible. This is why so often when you see a list and it says, oh, 21 ways to do this, or the 21 best bicycles of 2016, it makes you click to the next page for each different number. Only reason they do that is to increase their page view count and to increase their revenue. It's not about the user experience at all. It's an inferior experience because it makes you spend longer going through slideshows and all this nonsense to see the answer. It's a way to inject as much advertising as possible into the page and it's a way to kind of fudge their numbers. We don't want to be that. We don't want to have a reputation as a website that forces people to jump through hoops and go through garbage to see their blog posts. There are certain websites that when they notice I have an ad blocker will fight against me. And it's funny because when they were in newspapers they had all this respect but as they become websites their quality is diminished and they fight and do everything they can to force you to watch really inferior ads. Create longer blog posts and you will get more traffic. People will spend more time reading them. The better your content is, the more the search engines will like you. Search engines are all about the user experience and that's what our focus should be for now. Give your users a great experience and you'll get a lot more traffic. And our third and most important SEO tip is to optimize for mobile. A lot of websites still don't display right on mobile. I know a lot of people who seven, eight, ten years ago spent a great deal of money on their website design. They hired a very good, very talented designer to make something beautiful using Flash, which was the popular language for websites. The problem with that type of design is that search engines can't read it. Instead of seeing the words on the page, all the search engines can see is a photograph. Flash takes text and turns it into an image. So it's uneditable, it's harder to search, and it means all those websites disappeared. They now no longer rank in the search engines. And the same things are happening as we move towards the future. Now you have to be mobile responsive. 60 or 70% of your traffic will be people visiting you via their mobile phone, their mobile device. Even with where I live, half of my work, half of my visits to websites, it's still mobile. I'm always near my computer or near other things, but sometimes I just want to chill out on the bed and look at stuff on the phone. Just last night, I was on my phone searching for a new mattress, and I bought a new mattress completely on the phone. I used the little app for the website I like. There's really only one delivery website. It's really the Amazon of my country. I use this app, Saw, that they had a California King mattress. I saw that they had a California King mattress, which I've never seen for sale. They only had one in stock. I had to grab it. I clicked add to cart, send it to me right now. Don't make me wait because in the two years that I've been searching for a fuller mattress, I haven't seen one. All I've ever seen is doubles and queen sizes. I haven't even seen a king. Now, not only do they have a king, they have a super king, they have a California king. That's something I can sink my teeth into. I'm too long for my bed right now. I have to sleep diagonally. I'm not the tallest guy in the world, I'm only five, nine and a half, but my feet hang over the end of my mattress and I hate it. And I made that purchase on mobile. I spend a lot of time, just like everyone else, looking at websites on mobile. So you wanna be mobile responsive. Now I'm a big Thrive Themes fan. I talk about Thrive Themes all the time. Great thing about Thrive Themes is that it's perfectly mobile responsive, right out the box, no problem. But if you're using a free theme or one of the other themes out there, you might not be as mobile responsive as you think. Not every WordPress theme works right on mobile. 
and some will work perfectly on an iPhone and then look terrible on an iPad. They have a full-size mode and they have a phone-size mode, but they don't have the in-between. Now there are so many devices that are all different sizes. What you need is something that's fully responsive, and that means it detects the width of the screen your user has and adapts. Thrive Themes makes it easy. There are also a couple of plugins that do the job as well. For a long time, I used one of these free plugins. If you're not fully mobile responsive, if you haven't, chest, if you haven't tested your website on mobile, you need to. And below this episode, I'll post a couple of the links for how you can test to see if your website is fast enough on mobile, if it's mobile responsive. Google has a cool page view tester, a little tool they have where you can enter in your URL and it'll tell you how it looks on desktop and how it looks on mobile. It'll test for the two different types of platforms and let you know if you have a big problem. A big red alert. Now as a special bonus, I'm gonna give you a number four tip, a fourth tip, that's going to become critical over the next 90 days. Google Chrome is about to start alerting people every time they visit a website that starts with HTTP. They made the announcement uh, in August, and not everyone noticed, unless you're a total SEO nerd, you probably didn't notice. But they decided that websites that aren't secure enough, people need to be warned. When I saw that, I had to change my website. My website used to be HTTP servermaster.com. But now if you look, it's HTTPS, which means it's secured. It has a level of encryption. For a long time, the S certification was very expensive. You had to buy a special certificate from a different website, and they charge anywhere from $100 to $1,000 for one of those. But now, because Google's putting this thing out, they create free certificates. It's a little bit technical to set up, depending upon who your host is. Now, I use WPX Hosting, Traffic Planet Hosting. If you go to servermaster.com backslash Traffic Planet, you can see who I host with, and they have a very simple five-minute setup. It took me 30 seconds to install this little plugin, use really simple SSL, and convert my website to HTTPS to future-proof it, so that when these alerts start going out and all the websites that are pure HTTP and haven't switched, they're going to get shoved down the rankings because everyone who visits is going to get a red alert warning this website is not secured. You don't want a warning to appear when someone visits your website. That's the worst thing that can happen because they will leave. This is a great opportunity to push yourself up the rankings. Now, if you're on a different host, and there are plenty of other hosts out there, that's fine. They all have different ways of setting up your HTTPS, but you need to do it now rather than later, and you no longer have to pay for it. They'll still try and trick you into paying for the S, for the S encryption certificate, but now Google and a bunch of other companies have gotten together and they've created a free version of it that's perfect. Why not use the Google one since Google's who I don't want saying that my website's not secure. So don't fall into the trick of paying for it. It's not something you need to pay for. This is simply something that's a little bit technical and it depends on your host. Some hosts make it easy and some hosts make it a little bit harder. But having that S will increase your traffic, your respect and your authority, all of your SEO elements over the course of the next year. There are a lot of people that will be very slow with this adoption. Some people will wait until after Google starts punishing before they make the change. But if you do it first, your blog will shoot up the SEO rankings. So these are three SEO tips to make more money from your blog. And I even gave you a fourth bonus tip about adding that S to the end of your HTTP that will really make a difference for how much traffic you get and how much money you make from your blog. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Join me on my Facebook page at facebook.com backslash serve no master.